0: And it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Highly recommended by me and everybody else here at the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Hello wrestling fans and welcome to the We Can't Wrestle podcast. On Podbean, Nate and Aaron are here with you on this week's show, episode number 52. Just a free form episode going on here And, uh, Aaron, how's it going out there?
1: It's going okay.
0: Before we went on the air, we were talking about, uh, we weren't, we weren't going to really talk any modern product on this show. Uh, like you were saying, I mean, actually, Raw and Smackdown both were pretty rough this week. However, I don't know if you knew this fun fact, the, uh, the sustained boo that Kevin Owens and Elias got on Raw was the longest boo in WWE history. (laughs) So, I mean, you got some guys out there getting real heel
1: heat. Yeah. And their segment wasn't terrible. And it's like I said on a, on a thread I put out there, I think it's really cool. There's like one cool thing they're doing right now Mm -hmm. is that they're really promoting their make a wish and they're allowing that Mega Wish kid to manage Bobby Lashley,
0: <laughs> making reference, of course, to Leo Rush.
1: That's his name. Yes, that's Leo Rush.
0: <laughs> you didn't know that.
1: <laughs> What's he got? What? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's like I don't know. <sighs>
1: Like this week's show, it was just. They should hook him up with Dayton Children's. <laughs> they take care of a lot of those type of kids.
0: What do you think about the possibility of Sean coming back to the ring, Mister Shawn Michaels? Fucking horrible. You know, it's funny because I I actually agree with that. Although Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler ever, him renigging on his retire, him reneging on his retirement to get a payday in the in the nine figures to me necessarily isn't a bad thing because i'd do the same thing um but my thing always was if if sean's gonna come back if he's gonna if he's gonna be the if he's actually gonna come back against his retirement step like my perfect scenario would be for sean michaels to come back like in nxt like if he was gonna, I would love to see Shawn Michaels wrestle like Tommaso Ciampa or Adam Cole or somebody like that. You know, have have some young punk. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna take Shawn Michaels out of retirement, why not pull him out of retirement to get over a new young star? You know, have 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 Adam Cole or or, or like I said, Ciampa or somebody like that that he can have a fantastic match with. And he's bonded with these guys in NXT because he's like a really big part of it now. And pull him out of retirement to do that, not to have another match with The Undertaker when they're both old, you know? Shawn Michaels looks like a cross-eyed Bret Michaels with no hair.
1: <laughs> well, maybe this will finally get Mark Calloway over. And...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta work on that.
1: Just <laughs> gonna get him a rub. <laughs>
0: I don't know, I just, I, to me, having him come back to fight the same guy he fought 10 years ago in his It's just going to be match. a
1: bunch of old heads in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all going to look in tremendous shape, but their heads are going to look ancient.
0: <laughs> so I was watching this Raw from 93. Vince McMahon cracked me the fuck up. You might know what I'm talking about. Undertaker sends a wreath down to the ring for Mr. Hughes. Yeah, and then Mr. Hughes is like... <laughs> he reads it for... Uh, it says, Rest in it, Peace, and, and The Undertaker. It took him that long to yeah, read that? Yeah, it says, Rest in Peace, The Undertaker. And Hughes reads it for like 45 seconds. <laughs> and he's like, well, it took him that long to read that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like a real... That was a Vince McMahon reaction. Yeah, he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It was like that clip I showed you from that um WWWF show where that fat jobber gets in the ring and Vince McMahon's like, Good lord <laughs> It's disgusting. Like it's just Vince is talking. <laughs> and then there's this match with um um oh fuck. It's one of the conquistadors before he became a conquistador um the one. Juan- Luis Rivera's or whatever Uh and he's fighting Sifiaki or whatever and they're having a match and it's not good right at all and Vince Jr. as a commentator goes well these two are having a really boring match (laughs) he just says it (laughs) he's like well they're just having a very boring match
0: Oh, and this is the guy that is now the senile jefe of professional wrestling. Yeah. Time for Vince to go. I don't know. It just, she ain't what she used to be.
1: So anyway... Like I said, I tried to watch a raw. I watched a two-hour rawless Hulu and was bored out of my mind.
0: Yeah, this week's this week's show was pretty. Actually, uh, smack. Well, it wasn't
1: even this week's show that I watched. I don't. I think it was like last week's. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was boring. It was plotting, and it was just terrible. You know the and and then honestly, I watched a three-hour Nitro and uh-huh. was thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Like, Nitro in 1999 is ten times better than Monday Night Roll in 2018.
0: Um, Actually, you know what is funny? The promo- you know what promotion is my favorite promotion right now? MLW.
1: I like, haven't really
0: watched it. MLW is... The only wrestling show, and this is including NXT, because um, not I don't dislike women's wrestling, but I don't like attach myself to women's wrestling. I don't have any hate for the fact that they're getting their due, and there's fantastic women's wrestlers in the WWE and everything. But on NXT, I, I fast-forward through a lot of the women's matches. On the on the every, I, I watch the whole women's match like on the takeover shows. But on the everyday show, I fast forward through a lot of the women's matches. So I can honestly say NXT included and Ring of Honor, the MLW show is the only show that I watch. The only new product show that I watch every week that I watch from beginning to end without fast forwarding through any of it. I don't know. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. It's it's a really good show. Well, bring up YouTube. It's a good little promotion. All right, we're going to
1: bring up the YouTube here and type in Adrian Street Breaking Bones.
0: Not a big fan of Adrian Street.
1: Don't give a fuck. I am. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna decide which Adrian Street song is the best. So you're gonna listen to both of them.
0: So you wanna hear something creepy that I found out or that I just happened to come across the other day, just looking and reading shit. Like I'm watching watching an old WCW thing and it had a tag team tournament on it. And uh, do you know who died the same day as Chris Benoit?
1: Uh, I think I do, and it just like totally went on my head. Beef Wellington, yeah, and they,
0: they were tag and team they partners. were they were tag team partners in one of those WC. I just thought that was really weird because I, I the only reason I even realized this because I looked up I was watching the match and I looked up Beef Wellington on um, Wikipedia. Oh. And then I'm like, holy shit, he, him and Benoit died on the same day? What the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, I guess Benoit didn't, it was kind of different. You know, Beef Wellington died of a bad liver or something, and Chris Benoit died of a diseased brain, but.
1: All right, let's see here. It'll just be like. Uh, it'll say shake, wrestle, and roll. Shake, wrestle, and roll. Yeah, I heard a spina bifalitis hat come over. Yeah, and I don't,
0: but I don't think I have the same one. Oh, that's because I typed in exotic Adrian's Or I typed in Adrian Street breaking bonds. Right, breaks
1: bonds. No, he's not dog the bounty hunter. <laughs>
0: Alright, so does it look like it has like a album like a album cover yeah. on the Okay, got it. It's
1: two minutes and fifteen seconds. Yeah, right. Don't play it yet.
0: I'm not playing it yet. Well you know, I heard that YouTube it. got ahead of me.
1: Alright. Okay. We're gonna listen to this song. Which is really good. And then we'll talk about some other shit if you want or we'll listen to the next line I'm going to say and you'll pick which one's the best because they're both awesome and I'm gonna, I'm going to prove to you that Adrian Street's the man because he made like fucking awesome songs and he was like gold dust before gold dust he was fucking amazing and he made the best like other than Pencil Geek, which is by far the greatest wrestling album. Yes. this made the best wrestling albums ever. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to count to three. One. And when I say three, you hit play. All right. Yeah. One, two, three.
2: That's really not my style Nearly all the pleasures in my life are gone I can't think of many things that make me want to smile But there's one thing that really turns me on
1: Yeah, a
0: big, yeah, that's a, that's a history. Listeners, this is Breaking Bones By Exotic, Adrian Street, and The pile
3: Yeah.
0: Stu Hart's favorite song
2: No one seems to understand how sensitive I am when I twist somebody's head around several ways. And <laughs> dislocating fingers or a casual body slam helps me pass the time and brightens up my days. <laughs> I wanna hear the crunch. I wanna hear the crack. I wanna
1: hear the moans and groan. I don't know why, right, but I don't know why I'm going to have What? <laughs> I wanna hear the crunch. I wanna hear the
2: crunch. I wanna hear the bones of
3: drones. I wanna
1: hear the crunch. I wanna hear this guy never, got on, Vince's never got on Vince's radar. What's that? I don't understand why Adrian Street never got on Vince's radar.
0: Well I, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know. I, I actually always kind of wondered that, too, just because he was kind of, he was that, you know, he was outlandish. You would have thought that he would have caught. Now, would it be, could it be because Vince already had Adrian Adonis in that kind of a character? And maybe he just didn't want to, I, I don't know. I don't
1: I don't know how you he see, Adrian Adonis was not as good as Adrian Street. No, but
0: you, do you see what I'm saying, though? Like, he's already I don't got. I understand what it, you're uh,
1: saying, but. I mean, I guess that didn't matter with when he got LOD after
0: <laughs> Demolition, did it? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, Adrian Street was the man. Like, I shouldn't say the man, but like, that guy could work. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I it,
0: That brings something up, uh, what I just said. I, I want to um, slaughter a, cow, a sacred cow here, since we're just going to jump all over the place anyway, and I'm thinking Big about girl. it at the time. Uh, demolition was better than the Legion of Doom. Uh, People can... eh, Whatever. I mean, it's just a personal opinion, but I'm more entertained watching that. I agree
1: agree with that, but it was also the um, geographical area that we were raised in.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, even going back and watching it now, I'm more entertained by demolition than i am by the road warriors and
1: i'm not by any and means a better manager i'm not yeah
0: i'm not by any means mocking the the road warriors at all i like the road Warriors but i like demolition better than lod and you know whether they were quote unquote a copy or a knockoff or what um
1: i think I they, do too and mainly it's because they have better matches yeah well. barry derso was really good in the ring and you can't
0: Nobody can deny Bill Eadie's talent.
1: Yeah, Bill Eadie.
0: Yeah. Bill Eadie's underrated. Bill Eadie's actually one of the best of all time. Yeah, you know, like all and, all all the different characters that guy could have, and the, and the different styles of matches he could have with many different opponents. I mean, that's the qualification of a great wrestler.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I also do like now going back and watching. <laughs>
0: Jobbers be scared of yeah, like
1: jobbers <laughs> just going. Oh my god, <laughs> what is about to happen? And then I like, am and Iron Man, oh god, and just like you no. Know, and then just Hawkeye will just showing up and just beating the fuck out of those guys. It's so fun too, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit. <laughs>
1: So now I know you indulged me with the uh, Breaking Bones thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to indulge me with one more. Yes. And it's only three minutes and 20 seconds. Okay. And I'm not going to try to... Um, like, push you either way. But this one's my favorite one. Okay. This is my favorite like, wrestling track that's not Fred Blassie ever. So, type in Adrian Street, Mm -hmm. Street Rap. Street Rap? Street Rap. It'll be another album cover. Okay. You see it?
0: I'm gonna put, I'm gonna hit this. See if I get a commercial.
1: Oh, we've got
0: an advertisement for Cheetos Bag of Bones on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. All right, thank YouTube. I guess I am using YouTube shit. so... I... Yeah. <laughs> All right, is yours loaded?
1: Yeah. All right. One, two, three, play. <laughs>
0: what the fuck? <laughs> This dude's is great. I'm going to kick back and listen here. Street rap, street rap, physical perfection. Street
3: rap, street rap, born of girl. Nice. Street rap, street rap, number one selection. Street rap, street rap, champion of the world.
2: A hey, is for amazing, which I obviously am is for that difference from any other man. R <laughs> is for remarkable, you must see what I mean. I is for incredible, which I have always. Street rap, street rap, physical perfection.
3: Street
2: rap, street rap, boy or girl. Nice. Yeah. Street rap, street adonis and one you won't forget. N is just for nasty, which I get when I'm upset. S is for the <laughs> sequin, which I always love to wear. T is for the time I take to comb my lovely hair. I
0: wonder if they ever played this on Dr. Demento.
2: Street rat, street rat,
0: street I don't know if they did, but they should have.
2: see from those I've met E is for exotic which I also like to get the other E is for everything in which I just excel T is for the tights which I'm told I feel so well <laughs> Street, Street, street I sometimes wonder what it must be like to be ordinary, as I am fitter, stronger, and more beautiful than anyone. I am, in fact, superhuman, but through it all, I have always managed to maintain my modesty. Street rap, street rap, physical perfection. street rap, street rap. I really do have so much going for me. Nice. (laughs) I didn't ask to be perfect. It just happened that way. Street rap, street rap, physical perfection.
3: Street rap, street rap, boy or girl. Nice. Street rap, street rap, number one selection. Street rap, street champion
0: of the world My favorite part of the, my favorite thing of the whole song is the nice
1: nice <laughs> it's great man And you know what he did ah You know what ah I'm sorry He did that song on something else do You know what do you know what that song was on No grunt grunt the wrestling movie the greatest wrestling movie ever made.
0: <laughs> oh, grunt! God, I haven't seen that in forever. Dude
1: knocks old dude's head off.
0: <laughs>
4: oh
1: yeah, the, and and then the Russians try to. Or we're in that when they're the in that car. And it's, got, it's got like a slinky on it.
0: <laughs> when they're in that car, and he just yeah. starts. He just are you mad?
1: <laughs> are you mad, man, And He punches him, and they pull up. That's just great! <laughs> that fucking
0: movie <laughs> is amazing. You know, what I've never watched, and like I hear people talk about it on other podcasts and stuff. I've never actually watched the wrestler, the Ed Asner Vern
1: Gagne movie. I just bought that on um, Amazon, and it shipped to my house two it's, days ago. It's, and, it's, I have, and I have it on DVD. and I'm gonna watch it.
0: It's on Amazon Prime. For streaming, I thought about watching it too,
1: but I've never actually so I've watched. I've known it. that, but I bought it. I have it on DVD now. I just haven't
0: watched it yet. Yeah, I've never seen it either. I, I've always seen clips from it and stuff, and I, I don't know. When I was a younger man, it looked boring to me. Just I don't know because it was <coughs> like that '70s look. You know, you're just assuming it's boring. <laughs> well, I assume this is boring, but
1: but Grunt, I there was somebody that. That tried to call some shit, like throw some shade on me on the internet because I said Grunt was like the best wrestling movie ever, and they were like, Grunt was terrible. I'm like, fuck you, Grunt was great. (laughs) That is a great movie. And
0: terrible isn't necessarily bad. I mean, you're watching a movie about professional wrestling. What do you want, fucking Scorsese? Yeah, Man, for Christ's sake. No, that, movie... that
1: can be awesome. That movie's fun. I sent, I sent you Ugandan Expendables. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <Right>? Yes. <laughs> if somebody sent me a DVD of Ugandan Expendables, <laughs> the full cut, I would watch it. <laughs> and I would laugh my ass off the entire time. <sighs> well um um fucking Suburban Commando is terrible yes except for the, the Undertaker part is funny I will watch that movie <laughs> to watch the Undertaker part <laughs> yes you know what I mean yes yes <laughs> Ah shit! <laughs> yeah, really? Like, like I, I will watch that to see that.
0: Well, you know what's a good romp for a movie? Like just to sit down and watch a stupid ass movie. No holds bar isn't. You know it's fun to watch. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It, it is terrible, but it's but fun it's to terrible watch. Terrible, spooky, teeny okay. wangers. <laughs>
1: Or like when he's like throwing pies and shit It's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> This movie is horrible But you can't look away well, and, I mean you can Like I, I I, wish Vince McMahon would be like You know what guys And like Mick Foley's kid And whoever Were sitting at like Road dog and Mick Foley's kid And Mike Hayes They sit down and they're like What do you want to do Vince We're going to go back to the no-holds-barred era. (laughs) It's going to be Dookie and pie-throwing. Dookie. I'd be totally down with that.
0: We're going to say the Revival has teeny wangers. (laughs) (laughs) Why the Revival, Vince? Shut up! (laughs) Um, All right, well, we actually did discuss, listeners... A couple of things we wanted to talk about on this episode of the show. Um, one of which was um, guys that didn't work out or didn't what didn't fit, fit in. Yeah, didn't fit in in WWF or WCW. I thought of a couple. Uh, can we
1: give me take a quick break before we do that?
0: Yeah, we're about at our thirty minute mark, anyways, which is when we usually take a break.
1: I gotta pay.
0: All right, well, you do that. I'll sign off to break, and then uh, we'll be back
1: in just a minute. I feel like when uh, Forrest Gump felt, like, met JFK. I gotta pay. I gotta pay. Well, let's show this man where the bathroom is. He said, hey, he's gotta pay. <laughs> All right, folks. those does look like comfortable shows. You can tell a lot about where somebody's... By, you can tell a lot about some of his shoes. My, where they've uh, they been. My, my favorite
0: thing in the whole movie is that we got to go home to Greenbow, Alabama! <laughs> it's, it's like the only time Forrest Gump's ever pissed. Like, he is yeah. pissed. It's that guy was smacking Jenny around. <laughs> yeah.
1: hey, Greenbow, Alabama! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, folks, we'll take a break. We'll be back with more of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Right after this, the so,
1: the so, gunk get AIDS or just his kid? because um, Jenny died of AIDS.
0: I don't think I don't think he had it <laughs> because I think I think, <laughs> I think I think I think you were supposed to assume when you watched the movie that that she contracted. A, Contracted the HIV between the time that they parted and the time that they reunited. Okay. So yeah, you know it's you know it's terrible? Right now I'm gonna cry.
1: <laughs> Why? 'Cause that kid that kid from yeah, last year had AIDS. You
0: don't even think about it when you're watching the movie. If she had AIDS, so did that poor kid. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Forrest Little Boy. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs>
1: little Gump had AIDS. Nice. <laughs> it was not nice.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's take our break. We'll be right back with more of the Weekend Wrestle podcast after we'll this. We'll dissect Forrest Gump from beginning <laughs> to end.
1: In Rainbow Alabama. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, wrestling fans, welcome back to the We Can't Wrestle
1: podcast on Podbean. Nate and Aaron here with you. I'm just going to put it out there. Red Dead Redemption 2. Looks like it might be the greatest video game ever fucking made. It
0: looks pretty fucking fantastic.
1: Like, every time I watch a trailer for it, I'm like happy I'm wearing loose pants. (laughs) For everybody to know what religion I am.
0: I've been playing the Batman Telltale series because I'd never played it before.
1: Well, those are great games, but I'm going to give you a fair warning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, everything I heard, the Telltale people went out of business. Yeah, they're done. So if you've paid for something, <laughs> you still paid after they went out of business. <laughs> it, <if> you're waiting <laughs> for episode two or three. You're not going to get it.
0: I was talking to Kyle about it a couple of weeks ago, and I told him, I said, I hope somebody buys up their you know what I mean? I mean, hopefully they get it, just gets sold or whatever, and yeah, like somebody continues it on. But anyway, welcome back to the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Like I said before, we are free-forming on this episode, episode number fifty-two.
1: So I'm free, freeballing balling, free-forming,
0: <laughs> and we are going to uh, discuss right now. All right, so. WCW, WWF, guys, that didn't fit. I never thought the Raven character fit anywhere but ECW.
1: Okay. I would halfway agree with that. Like, I actually enjoyed, um, I, I, I wasn't, like, a huge fan of The Flock. Mm-hmm. It was like Scotty Riggs and Billy Kidman and all that. You know, I didn't yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. But I did actually, and it was one of the only things in later WCW that I enjoyed. I enjoyed when he was like living in Malibu or whatever with his mom. Yeah. Had like Canyon with him, and Hack was like his his, like, shitty brother-in-law or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that, Raven. Yeah. Well,
0: and that brings up another guy talking about Raven was a guy that was one of his tag partners in, the, in WCW. I never thought Saturn fit in the WWF.
1: I liked Moppy. And uh,
0: I just, I don't know. I just, Saturn... Kinda like Saturn fit in ECW and then I actually thought he fit in WCW, but I just never could get into Saturn in the WWF. I don't know why. Just didn't uh didn't resonate with me at all. Okay. What's one you got?
1: And you're gonna totally disagree with me on this and everybody else will. And I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I always thought WWE, not WWE. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm talking WWF. Early 90s to me, Ric Flair seemed out of place. In oh the yeah,
0: WWE. I I agree with you. He had he had an awesome run there, you know, but no, he never he never fit in the WWF, and I think part of it was if you watch when he comes in. They do, I mean, they, there was no way that, that was one guy that there was no way Vince couldn't acknowledge his past in some way, but they never, I, I think maybe, <clears throat> maybe Heenan called him that one or two times or something, but they never even called him the nature boy, Ric Flair. He was just Ric Flair. He had the nature boy robes and shit, but they never said it in commentary. And when when Finkel introduced him, he just introduced him as Ric Flair. Like they, they want. It's like they wanted to make their own version of Ric Flair with Ric Flair. And it, you're, I agree with you. And to that matter, I don't think I don't. I never thought Arn and Tully fit, especially Tully. Yeah, Tully. Arn Arn kind of fit in. Arn, you know, I don't know. Arn Arn's one of those wrestlers that can fit in anywhere, but Tully definitely didn't fit in the WWF.
1: Tully's deal was honestly was that he and I'm a Tully Blanchard flan I'm uh, flan. <laughs> I'm a Tully Blanchard fan mm-hmm. but he didn't I, I would say he didn't fit in there because of just his build and his look. Yeah. Like
0: it would have been like and Okay, like
1: Tully honestly was a great wrestler, great chalker, technician—whatever you want to call him. But he looked like a substitute teacher in his underwear. In the WWE, he looked like a jobber. Yeah, he looked like what the jobbers looked like—the enhancement talent, whatever you want to call him. Well, I
0: think the same thing. I think the same thing would have happened if you would have dropped Jimmy Garvin into the WWE. I don't think Jimmy Garvin would have fit in either,
1: in that respect. I kind of won him too, though, He i kind of Jimmy you know, Garvin Mark. I
0: know, but he, you know I what like, I'm saying, you know. though. He's he kind of paunchy and furry, and <laughs> I don't know. He fit. He fit in the NWA, um, but he just. I don't think he would have fit if you dropped him into the WWF in the eighties okay,
1: either. Not. NWA, they all look like boogie nights. <laughs> You know
4: what
1: I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, let us I think that might be why I like the NWA more. Because I, I kind of want to hang out with the Boogie Knights.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Jim Neidhart and Davey Boy Smith didn't fit in in WCW. For that matter, neither did Brett. Yeah. Like that, the whole Hart Foundation... Like, that was I a different era, though. I don't
1: know what it is about the guys. It, that, the if guys. If I that... was if I was a twenty five year old guy in the eighties, I think it would want to be in the NWA. <laughs> I'm just saying they got they got Budweiser in the trunk and it's boogie nights all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, who else do you
0: have for this uh, scenario you threw up here?
1: Oh, the the people that
0: don't and, fit. Any anybody that came out of like Calgary, other than Pillman, and Benoit, didn't fit in WCW. Brett, Owen, Neidhart, Bulldog, none of those guys ever fit in WCW to me.
1: Yeah. Well, my um second guy that did not fit, I I went with Flair in the WWF, and then I'm gonna go with um a guy that I felt never fit into WCW the entire time he was there was Roddy Piper. Yeah. Roddy Piper's WCW run should have ended after he put the sleeper hold on Hogan at that K 96. If they would have ended it there, I wouldn't even say that. Everything after that is just fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, you're right, and I think part of it is just how associated he was by that time with WWF. And, but I mean, I guess you can't even say that because of Hogan, cause Hogan fit in WCW, but it was Hogan's WCW. I think another thing, another thing of of with Piper in WCW was. He was one of those guys that kind of, and Eric Bischoff can say what he wants to, but he was one of those guys that kind of had stroke and a little bit of, I don't want to say power, but he was one of those guys that because of his stroke and because of his name, they kind of let him get away with a lot of shit he wanted to do.
1: Get a stroke?
0: (laughs) Whereas Vince Vince McMahon would have put a kibosh on that fucking Piper picks his team thing. Before it even made TV. You know what I mean? Vince McMahon would have been like, that's fucking terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, he would have been like, Rowdy had a stroke. <laughs> that's the only lo- logical reason why he's bringing an earthquake out.
0: <laughs> and two guys with mullets. <laughs> the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Did you have another one?
1: Oh. Those are my two. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I could keep going.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have a couple of people in
1: mind that, like, I, and it would almost be like it's like not that they didn't fit, but it would be like a they did it better with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I never, I never thought Bam Bam fit in in the WCW.
1: Oh, Bam Bam didn't fit in WCW. You know when I actually enjoyed Bam Bam the most? And it, it might be one of the only guys to ever say this about? ECW? ECW. Paul Heyman used Bam Bam Big a little better than anybody. Yeah. I mean, I lo- I
0: really like... My favorite... I agree with you on that. My favorite Bam Bam is, is his probably
1: 93 in WWF. But well, it's fun. But he's like feeding with the link. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, but he had like mean, he had, a really, he, had a guess, really, he had a couple good matches with Brett and everything. Yeah, but Bam Bam in ECW was better than anybody. Any but yeah, Paul Heyman did better with Bam Bam than anybody ever did. Yeah, and somebody that's a re- really a surprise.
0: Speaking of big guys, I was. It, it's more shocking to me than anything. That WWF didn't know what to do with Vader.
1: Like, I think they knew what to do like, with him. Like and
0: Vader, almost seems like a guy that Vince would just, you know what i you know what I mean? Like Vince could, it seems like he'd be the guy, kind of guy Vince could turn into gold, and yeah. didn't happen.
1: <laughs> I I think his problem was that he didn't get along with the right people.
0: Yeah, and that from, was part of Bam Bam. From everything too. I've read,
1: <clears throat> Shane Douglas in the WWE. Yeah. And I get another guy would be um in WCW, honestly, I enjoyed Johnny B. Bad. Yeah. Johnny B. Bad was an entertaining person. And when he and I know I've heard things and read things where Vince McMahon thought he was signing Johnny B. Bad and he wound up with Mark Marrow. But mm-hmm. Vince could have given him a Johnny B. Bad-esque character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they...
0: They dropped the ball. Yeah. You know who else? Like <laughs> He actually was better in... He was best in ECW. And he was actually decent in WCW. But he was not good in WWE and just didn't fit in was Mike
1: Awesome. Yeah.
0: Like, Mike awesome, I, Mike awesome is underrated, in my opinion.
1: Oh, totally underrated.
0: <laughs> that dude, I, was, that I, dude was fucking, well, excuse the pun, but that dude was awesome.
1: I would put that out there plenty of times. And I think by the time he got to WWF, he was just damaged. He was damaged goods. Yeah, And all his stock had been just eliminated.
0: Thanks, Vince Russo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because Vince Rus- it might not all be Vince Rousseau either, though. Because from everything I've heard, they signed Mike Austin to an amazing contract. Mm-hmm. And when WCW had him, it was like a deal where, unless he quit, they couldn't get out of it. You know what I mean? Right. So, it was basically give this guy a bunch of shit and see who he leaves.
0: And that brings to the next topic that you wanted to discuss, and that's most tasteless angles. And to me, quite frankly, you, you know, you can make jokes.
1: Just, we say the same one.
0: You know, you can make you can make jokes or whatever between two guys or what have you you know what you what people say in their personal conversations is of no business of mine cuz i've definitely said things in personal conversations with a brother or friend or somebody like that that lots of people would find offensive and quite frankly that's my prerogative but to put to put out there on national television especially where children are watching and little girls are watching that are going to form complexes about themselves the fat chick thriller thing pretty tasteless
1: but he likes big girls
0: yeah but and that's fine but the way you present it is it's almost like and i don't know if this is going to make sense and it might not but it makes sense in my head the the way that the hu- the way that the joke was told was tasteless, like it never came off as tasteless when Bobby Heenan was talking about those rizzo sisters or whoever they were. It didn't come off that way. It was just like they were part of the act. but the way they did it with with Awesome just came off as very crass and, and I know it sounds stupid because I'm saying I'm going from one fat chick gimmick to another fat chick gimmick, <laughs> but but do you see what I'm saying though? Yeah. Like with with Bobby, it's almost with Bobby and those three sisters, it's almost like a Groucho Marx Margaret Dumont thing.
1: Yeah, and then and then with Awesome Party feels like Bobby's just making a fun of him, but he's still doing it.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. But then the, the Mike Awesome thing was just it was just gross. Like it was just gross. I don't know. There's a difference. I don't care what anybody says, there's a difference between what Heenan did with those guy, guys guys. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what Heenan did with those ladies and what they were doing with Mike Austin awesome and uh and his fat check thriller gimmick, pretty tasteless. <laughs> what were you gonna say?
1: You said uh, the, ter- the Terry Reynolds miscarriage. Uh yeah.
0: Pointless too. Tasteless and pointless. Like what 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 purpose does this serve?
1: They did that whole storyline just to have like Nilo Brown go into a couple at CVS's and buy tambons. Yeah. And then,
0: and then not only that, but you're trying to make this angle, which is, um, going to be super sensitive for a lot of your audience. And on top of it, I mean, where do you do it? You do it on a throwaway show like Sunday night heat. And by the next Sunday night heat, it doesn't even matter. Like it just, I don't know. You're right. And it was tasteless. Gross. More, more, more more Russo garbage.
1: Yeah, it was just, it was dumb. What else? That was my tasteless angle. Mm. Do you think? Do you
0: think? do Do you think Katie Vick was tasteless? No. I don't either, and the reason I say that a lot of I people, laughed. A, a, well, a lot of people say, and see again. It's like Heenan with those fat girls. Hunter was
1: fucking with him,
0: it, and not that, not only that, but there is a point where it's so over the top that it's obviously not supposed to be taken seriously.
1: And it, it, it... I'm not saying it was a... It was i yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't stupid. <laughs> it was a stupid angle. It was stupid for Triple H to be like, oh, I fucked her brains out, and then come up with, like, spaghetti noodles or whatever. It was stupid. <laughs> but it wasn't tasteless. It was just stupid.
0: Um... Any time...
1: That was kind of tasteless when the WWE did dot WWEShop.com and they put up like the cheerleader outfit. That was kind of tasteless.
0: Any time anybody did a... Especially Vince Russo. Vince Russo actually did it a lot in WCW. Anybody, any, anytime anybody did a repelling from the ceiling thing after Owen died was tasteless. I think at one point Rousseau even dropped a dummy of sting from the ceiling and let it hit the ground.
1: Yeah, but they didn't like mention Owen.
0: So. Eh, but the intent, come on. The intent was there. The, I know the, intent. the intent was right. there right. for you and your mind to make that comparison. That's fucking tasteless. Like, Vince, as far as the Owen Hart thing goes, I and I know a lot of people know there's a lot of melodrama with Roddy Piper and what's real and what's Memorex and all that, but when he quote-unquote shot on Russo on that TNA about Owen... He was right. Like whether it was whether it was was
1: you know it's funny. What it was? (laughs) Maybe it's not funny. I don't know, (laughs) but it was funny when they dropped the sting dummy down, and like Kevin Ash is like hitting the rubber, the rubber sting.
0: That though. That that, that that was but funny.
1: but <laughs> that
0: that actually took place before Owen died. That
4: okay. was that what? was
0: yeah that was during like the ninety seven shit. That Wait. was that was uh-huh. way before Owen died. I'm talking about after Owen died.
1: Okay. And, well, do, when they were hitting that rubber thing, with yeah, the, with no, that was
0: funny. <laughs> that was funny. And again, because that was in ninety seven. You know what I mean? That was before
1: testing. Like dropped in sections,
0: <laughs>
1: and then he hit. And then they, like, hit it, like, five times in the head. That that shit was funny.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think of some other tasteless crap. You know what's funny? For all the garbage they ever did, and for all the bad wrestling TV they ever did, ECW never did anything that I found truly tasteless. Like, I I found a lot of what they did to be garbage and stupid. But I never, I never found anything they did to be tasteless.
1: Because Paul Heyman has sensibility to him.
0: Hi, volley, sir.
1: should <laughs> Not upset the masses. Do not upset the masses. Mass transit. And that wasn't even offensive. Get but- that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't find that offensive, because that fat motherfucker deserved it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And he's dead now. Is he? Yeah. Mass Transit
0: died. No, I didn't know that. He didn't die because of that, did he? No. Okay.
1: He died because of probably diabetes.
0: I mean, New Jack would have been like, I killed that motherfucker. He didn't give a damn.
1: (laughs) No, that fat fucker died. I'll tell you what he died of. I'll Google it. Keep talking.
0: Mass transit. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, look it up. The mass transit incident in
1: ECW. Have you ever watched the whole video? Yes. It's rough. Yeah, man.
0: yeah it is. <laughs> there is a lot of new jack shit on the internet that's rough. Watching them beat up fucking jabronis and put fucking staples in their head and shit.
1: I love watching him beat up Gypsy Joe. Yes,
0: him beating up Gypsy Joe is classic, and him talking about Gypsy Joe is classic, which is shit stained pink tights.
1: <laughs> I smacked that eighty-seven thousand year old motherfucker. He, it,
0: he says he calls him. He says he's a hundred and four, which is great because it's just this random old age. <laughs> I slapped that a hundred four year old motherfucker.
1: His shit's tame purple tights.
0: I don't know what's better, his Gypsy Joe story or his junkyard dog story.
1: I think his um Um Vic Grind story is the best. Yeah, well that's true. <laughs> Where he shocked him like five times and threw him off. And then Jeremy Borash... Jeremy Borash is like was that the receipt? He was like, that was the receipt, the The paper was printed on, the cash, (laughs) cash, the cash box It came in, (laughs) register that you put the cash box
0: into. (laughs) I love that ring announcer, too. He's like, thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah,
1: fucking bit grinds like four four tables. The concession stand is... turnbuckles. And smacks in the concrete, and he's like, thank you for coming out. Um, <laughs> please let the ambulance
0: through. The merchandise table is still open.
1: Uh. Yeah, Eric, that Eric Kalels, mm-hmm. that was uh, mass transit. Yes. He died on May 12, 2002 at the age of 22. Jesus. Due to complications from gastric, or gastric bypass surgery
0: god damn you need to gastric bypass surgery at 22 you were a fat son of a bitch
1: (laughs) wow so apparently the staples that he let new jack put him in or put on him busted (laughs) got let out as booker t would say wow Let me see what it says here. I'm reading more about this kid. The event at the house show, and thus not televised, however, camcorder footage was available, which ev- which eventually used evidence in legal proceedings against New Jack. The video showed New Jack quietly asking Calewis after blading, are you alright? Next, the gangsters proceeded to work Kaluis over even more with elbow drops and various objects prompting Kaluis' father to scream ring the fucking bill ring the fucking bell he's 17 as medics rushed to the ring to aid Kaluis New Jack grabbed the house microphone and shouted I don't care if this motherfucker dies he's white I don't like white people <laughs> I don't like people from Boston I'm the wrong nigga to fuck with. <laughs>
0: That sounds very, very new, Jack. And... For the younger wrestling fans watching this show, if you are over 18, I'm not going to corrupt the minds of anybody under... Well, actually, if you're under 18, your parents shouldn't be letting you listen to this podcast anyway. So I take no responsibility. But if you're over 18... And uh, you're a younger wrestling fan, and you haven't uh, watched a New Jack shoot interview, you should.
1: You will be thoroughly entertained. I don't care if the motherfucker dies, he's white. I don't like white people. (laughs) That is the greatest promo in the history of wrestling
0: <laughs> Oh man watching some of the stuff with New Jack and Mustafa and Smoky Mountain two black guys in Tennessee Jack
1: screaming in the microphone <laughs> I don't care if the motherfucker dies he's white I don't like white people I don't like people from Boston It's
4: great.
0: (laughs) Well, we're going to take our next break (laughs) on that note. And when we come back, we're going to discuss... How many did you have? Did you do five of the programs that never happened? Huh?
1: Yeah, that's what you told me to do.
0: All right. So each of us have five programs in wrestling history that we wish would have happened that never happened. Meaning these two... (laughs) These two guys had (laughs) a feud.
1: Hold on. Oh my god. I'm just reading all the things they did to this guy. (laughs) They both... um, Mustafa was involved in it too. And they both like... Shoot, need that kid in the head. And... Pummeled him... With crushes and toasters. (laughs) And then New Jack, at the end of the match, because the Kalosk had told him to, basically said, blade me. Like, he allowed New Jack to blade him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, New Jack took like an exacto knife and bladed the kid
0: now the long- the short story- i mean long story short on this though as this was happening, New Jack did not realize this guy was seventeen.
1: no, he didn't until his dad said. Ring the fucking bell. He's 17.
0: <laughs> well, there's your clue.
1: <laughs> and that's when New Jack said, I don't care if the motherfucker dies. He's white. I don't like <laughs> Oh, so people. he
0: said that after he knew he was yeah, 17. Yeah, af-
1: after this mad- mass transits, <clears throat> Dad was like, Ring the fucking bell. He's 17. And That's when New Jack said, I don't fucking care. He's white <laughs> I fucking hate white people And then stab him again I love that you've recited that promo Like seven times Cause it's the
0: greatest promo ever <laughs> It's better than hard times But Dusty Rhodes Yeah <laughs> Alright we're gonna take a break Because one of your hosts has to pee. And we will return after this with the uh, the next uh, topic we're going to discuss. Five feuds slash programs that never happened that we wish would have happened or think that would have been really My cool. first
1: one is New Jack and Mass Transit. <laughs> New
0: Jack and yep, Mass Transit. I had one match. I was going to say New Jack and Mass Transit's dad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be
1: right back after
0: this with more of the We can Wrestle podcast. Generation sequence. All right, wrestling fans, welcome back to the Weekend Wrestle podcast. Nate and Aaron here with you on Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Attic, whatever app you're listening to your favorite wrestling podcasts on. You can download this app, and we appreciate your support. And now, NPR. <laughs> you to have a pledge drive. And now on this free form edition of the show, we're going to discuss a topic here. Five programs that you wish would have happened that never happened. And uh these guys could have had maybe had a match or two against each other over the time, but you know, well,
1: it's five programs with okay. So if you with wrestlers, I thought you meant like Cause I have um, Nell Carter and Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> no, I have um, the guy from Star Trek versus Mister Rogers. <laughs> Mister Rogers would be just
0: be like, "You wanted to ask what? But give me just a minute. I will put my shoes on." <laughs> <laughs> the choo-choo train's coming. <laughs> All right. So do you want to go one one two two three three? or do you just want to do all five?
1: I, I, uh, whatever you want to do. All
0: right, we'll do one one two two three three, 1, 2, et cetera,
1: et cetera. I'm going to put my slippers on to stop a at <laughs> home. <in there. laughs>
0: and I'll have my mailman take you home. <laughs> Stupid. All right, so anyway, the first one, to me, that would have been Did a good
1: great... were... Sorry. No, go ahead. But have you ever watched? And we'll watch it at the end of this episode if you haven't. But have you ever watched the legit video of Fred Rogers talking to like the Supreme Court or whatever? Oh yeah, about why MP, like um, yeah,
0: why PBS should
1: why PBS should be funded? Yes. That is the greatest fucking video in the history. Like, that's the greatest <laughs> thing anybody should ever watch. Like, whenever anybody's like, oh, and they start arguing, I'm like, if we would just all talk. Like Fred Rogers. Them, yeah. Like Fred Rogers talked to those people. <laughs> we would be the greatest society on the face of the planet.
0: Yeah, but he was one of the greatest human beings to ever live. Yeah. People can say what they want, but, Yeah.
1: Mr. Rogers,
0: like, if anybody says anything bad about Mr. Rogers, I'm gonna punch him in the head. <laughs> yeah,
1: that dude. He, he'd like he would just show you how a pencils made. Yeah, and it was great. But yeah, if you just watch that video, and it's like, hey, everybody, just talk to each other like these people are talking to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nobody that was sitting on mm. that council when they went in. Wanted to fund any of that shit, and then Fred Rogers just walked in there and was like, <laughs> "I'm a pimp. I'm gonna show you exactly how it is." And he told that old motherfucker, and that dude was like, "I got nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Here's your money, buddy.
1: I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much." <laughs> I see
0: the train coming in right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. All right, sorry. That's all right. understand. One, no ever watching that video, fucking watch, watch people. It.
0: The first one on my list that I would have liked to see, I think they would have had great matches. I think it could have been a great angle, especially with. I mean, you could do either one as a healer face, actually, in this feud. Bret Hart and Kurt Angle.
1: Yeah.
0: I think Bret Hart and Kurt Angle could have had a great feud. You could have had Kurt Angle as a pro-American babyface, or you could have had Bret Hart as the 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 babyface and, and just had Kurt Angle do his schlocky heel character. Either way, but I think they could have had a great feud, great promos, great matches.
1: I agree. <clears throat> um, uh, excuse me. I just think that it's a few that never happened that should have happened and um, I don't know what else to say on it. I just, I don't go ahead. Sorry.
0: Well, it could have happened too if Brett wouldn't have, if Brett would have still been in the WWF, it could have happened because Brett would have been around <laughs> and just imagine if Brett would have stayed in the WWF. Maybe never he never would have got that concussion. But um yeah, I just think I just think it would have been gold. Um and uh, what I will say as a side note is it ha- it would have had to have been done in the WWF. WCW would have fucked it up.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's all I got to say on it, really.
1: Like Kurt Angle could have been the guy that like took the link out of the bike chain. (laughs) I did it for which I don't know why they ever why they never did that in NWA. Like, why wasn't Ivan Koloff ever like, I'm the guy, I'm the guy, Magnum. That cut the brakes. I'm the guy cut the brakes.
0: Even if Magnum wasn't going to wrestle, that could have been super heat on him for a feud with Dusty or whatever. Because Dusty would have worked
1: himself into that shit. I about killed your friend. (laughs) American doing that.
0: You, you put hard times on Magnum
1: TA. <laughs> Ivan Koloff was the shit, man. I like I like Ivan Koloff. Ivan, yeah,
0: Ivan. Yes. Ivan was the shit. Yes. Now Nikita was fucking ass.
1: I hate Nikita Koloff. Like Ivan Koloff would just look at the game and be like, look at me. <laughs> I don't. Andrew Duster Rhodes, Paul Jones, stupid idiot Duster Rhodes. <laughs> He's a moron. Like, like every every that he said in a statement.
0: Like, he, like yeah, yeah, he
1: wasn't he he
0: wasn't presenting like, a hypothesis.
1: <laughs> like he was like, this a is this or he, a structured promo. <laughs> it's just statement 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 <laughs> and then I'm gonna beat you you're gonna bleed and then he'd walk away I it think, wasn't like a paragraph
0: I think the wrestling world would have been much better off if Nikita Koloff never existed but Ivan was definitely the shit
1: oh, I don't existed maybe spoke
0: no existed Sp- I hate Nikita Koloff hate him hate him okay he wasn't a good wrestler. He wasn't a good promo. I don't understand. Never saw a match he was in that I was entertained by. I never saw a promo that
1: I was in. The guy was just buzzed. that would have been a cool angle, too. Where, like, he found out that Nikita had the brakes. <laughs> because he wanted the push.
3: <laughs> Alright.
0: What's your first uh, first one on your list there?
1: Um, I put five of them on my list, and if you tell me that these happened, then I won't talk about it. But I think that a rowdy rowdy Piper Randy Savage in the WWF feud would have been awesome.
0: Who's the face? Who's the heel?
1: Who's the face? Who's the heel? Yeah. Um. Roddy Piper's the face and Randy Savage is the heel. Yeah, that's, with, the, that's the way I would have done it.
0: That's the way I would have done it, too. I agree. The Macho King and Rowdy Roddy Piper. You could have had cool matches. You could have Piper steal his crown and shit. You walk around with his then- crown with his kilt on and yeah, that would have been fun. And that's I, why I, I
1: said that it was like, that's why I asked you if it was matches or an actual program, because Randy and Roddy actually worked together. In WCW. And they had a couple of matches in the WWF, too.
0: Yeah, but they never... they Coliseum videos.
1: Yeah, they, never, but they think, never
0: worked extensively together.
1: I know, but I, I'm just saying they never had a feud, but they had, like, house show matches, or Coliseum video matches, but I think an actual feud between a face, Roddy Piper, and a heel, Randy Savage, with Sherry Martel would have been fucking insanity. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> fucking insanity. And it would have been great. Mound down, Roddy Piper, you know. Because <laughs> all three of them, they're crazy. Fucking certifiably insane.
0: <laughs> Hence, three of the best professional wrestling entertainers ever.
1: Like Randy would have done whatever for Macho Man, or would have done whatever for Roddy Piper. Roddy like- Piper is a psychopath, and Sherry she wouldn't have gave a fuck. Randy, like Piper could have punched her right in the face. It's like have and you and it wouldn't matter.
0: Have you ever heard Harley Race's RF shoot? No. At one point in that shoot they're talking to about Blassie. They talk about Blassie being crazy and was he really crazy? And Harley Race goes, To achieve any status in this business, you have to be a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: And all three of them? Fucking bananas.
0: <laughs> As Pat Patterson would say, they were banana. Alright, the next on my list I think would have made a good feud would have been a Babyface Stone Cold and a Heel CM Punk. A Straight Edge CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin.
4: I'll
1: give you that, but we've... Talked about it before. I'm not a huge CM Punk fan.
0: Oh, I know. But I just think that straight edge character against the beer swilling, cussing, stone cold Steve Austin would be great. Especially because if you put in the time frame of when it would have happened, you could have even thrown in CM Punk trying to be sanctimonious to Austin because he's aging. You know? Like, do you know what you're doing to your liver? etc cetera, etc cetera. and just i think i think they could have i think and, and they're both really good promos and um i think they would have had to have austin style matches but i think cm punk could pull that off and i just think they would have had a good program together
1: i think the that way, could it, that, that could have even
0: that could have maybe not a main event but that could have even been a big attraction at a wrestlemania
1: The way I think it would have worked is if he would have been, for me to enjoy it, it would have to be that he yeah, like had Vince McMahon with him.
0: With Punk? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could work that in there. Where,
1: where, where Vince is saying, or whoever is the corporate entity of the situation, of saying this is the guy that we want as our champ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be the same thing, but it would almost be like, I would look if I'm going to have a CM Punk versus Stone Cold feud, Mm -hmm. it would be not the same way because they're different people, but it would be the equivalent of when Vince had, like, Dude Love versus Steve Austin.
0: Yeah, he's got his representative.
1: Yeah, like, I don't think a CM Punk-Steve Austin feud carries itself. I, I, think, have
0: I think as performers they could, but, I mean, I see where you're coming from, too, on that.
1: Have your... Like, like I, want, I want a Vince McMahon, or, and I know it's probably sacrilegious to say, to say this, but I want, like, a Vince McMahon or a Stephanie McMahon yeah. standing next to that guy saying, this is our guy, you're a fucking asshole, we don't have anything <laughs> to do with you. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. His only addiction is working out.
0: Working out. <laughs> 24-hour fitness.
1: He's going to change the face of 24-hour fitness.
0: <laughs> Alright, who's next on your list? What uh, what feud?
1: Um, the next feud on my list is... Um, Bret Hart versus Randy Savage.
0: They never really did have a feud, did they? Nope. They had a match on a Saturday night's main event, I remember, when Savage was feuding with Honky Tonk Man. But they never did have a feud. Now, again, you gotta cl- you got to clarify here, who's your heel, who's your face in this one? In this one? Yeah. Uh,
1: Brett's the heel, Randy's the face.
0: Okay. Okay. Why don't I just go Rey Mysterio right there? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, now, I mean, they could have fantastic matches together, and Brett is your soft, kind of soft-spoken heel, arrogant, younger than Randy, and Randy is your, of course, over-the-top Randy Savage baby face. I think it could have worked pretty good.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I just think that, like...
0: And that's the time we'd be talking about here, right? Like, 88?
1: If you want to. Will
0: Brett's still with... Uh, with... Um, Jimmy Hart? Because we're not talking, like, WCW. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I didn't think so, but I was just checking.
1: I mean, you could even go, like, I know Brett was, like, the poster boy in the 90s, but, like, say you don't turn, like, say you don't turn Crush Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And instead you turn Brett. Brett?
1: Yeah, so say you got, like, a 1993 Monday Night Raw or something, and, like, Brett, And Crush are going to have a match for, like, a King of the Ring qualifier. Like, I'm just... I'm talking hypothetically.
0: Well, this is all hypothetical.
1: (laughs) Yeah. One of the guys... Two of the guys are fucking dead. (laughs) The other guy can't ride a bike to save his ass. So, anyway... Like, Brett pile drives fucking crush on the floor in this match. And he's just like, fuck like, like just in the heat of competition, pile drives him. And Randy Savage is commentating and oh my God, damn, he fucking pile drove my best friend. And Randy Savage gets involved in that shit. And then Brett and Savage have like a pushing fight, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you could, you could build it off that. And Brett's the asshole. And, and because he didn't apologize for paralyzing Crush. And now Crush has like a neck brace. And all this other shit. There's a lot of shit you could do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Brett. Brett Hart. In my opinion. Is. The. Like. Like. To me, like there's a lot of heels. Like Ric Flair is the greatest cockiest. Just like I'm better than anybody else, heel ever.
0: Right. right.
1: Hulk Hogan is possibly the best piece of shit heel. Piece of shit, I lost, and I'm not even going to acknowledge it, heel. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Bret Hart is the smarmiest
0: yes and Bret Hart is also the most righteous heel ever yeah like Bret Hart you know who the two most righteous heels ever are Bret Hart and Michael Hayes yeah like they were the two they were the two heels that at the end of the day you know what I'm right I'm taking the moral high ground here. I'm right. You know? Like, one of my favorite feuds that nobody ever talks about, and I know we're getting off topic here, but one of my favorite feuds that nobody ever talks about is Michael Hayes and Lex Luger. For the U.S. title in WCW in, like, 90 90 or 91. Like, Michael Hayes Um, is such a righteous heel in in that feud. But anyway. But yeah, I see what you're saying about Brett. Brett
1: was smarmy. <laughs> Is that a word?
0: Yes. Me. Most people describe Paul Heyman as smarmy.
1: Like Brett was just like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, you know, you know, like yeah. I to me like a Brett Hart could pile drive mm. a guy and after he did it just be like the guy deserved it, and, and then this old guy with his with his hair plugs and stupid cowboy hat involved in it. Before before I could apologize, you know what I mean? Like Brett Brett would be like, "Hey, I tried to say I was sorry, but before I could say I was sorry, fucking Uncle Creepy with a terrible build showed up and smacked me." You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it got in my face with the Slim Gems.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I, that would be the way like to a Bret Hart. <clears throat> he said, dude, is by a perceived quotation marks, because Bret would perceive it as a misunderstanding,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though he was the wrong guy in the situation.
0: Mm hmm. Again, righteous. He'd, he'd feel like he was uh, <clears throat> he was he was wronged when he was doing wrong. I love asshole. <laughs> okay, so the next on my list, who's the one guy in the nineteen eighties? Okay, let's say from nineteen eighty four to nineteen ninety two. WWF that you never got to see Hulk Hogan cross paths with that you wish you would have got to cross paths with
1: Sean Mooney
0: (laughs) alright now the serious answer Justin Ventura see mine is Bruiser Brody I would have liked to see Hulk Hogan and Bruiser Brody have a feud.
1: Said eighty four to eighty nine.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying, like what I was saying in his in his in his Hulkamania run from eighty four to ninety two, of all the guys that he got to cross paths with and have feuds with and have issues with and have programs with, he never got to have one with Bruiser Brody, and I think that it would have been a cool feud.
1: Yeah, I would agree with. I was being silly with the Mooney thing.
0: <laughs> Hulk Hogan attacks him on the event center.
2: <laughs> Mooney, yeah. star-
0: Mooney starts talking shit like, "Coming up in Fort Wayne, Indiana on March 29th, Rick Flair will face that bozo, Hulk Hogan." <laughs> yeah. he-, he wouldn't have good he insults.
1: Bad Brown versus stupid ass. <laughs>
0: And then Hogan be like, "I heard, you you're talking business about me, brother."
1: <laughs> We're gonna uh, have bad news, Allen versus middle banana butthole Blumkin. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, stand the. See, I thought, or I shouldn't say I thought. My first instinct was like. Yeah, you know I'd like to see Hulk Hogan have a feud with? Stan Hansen. Yeah. I, uh, Hansen and Brody like almost. I don't understand why Stan Hansen was never in the 1980s WWF.
0: I don't know you why. Mean, I understand
1: that he was in Japan, mm-hmm. and he was making money. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he had a relationship
0: with that company.
1: Yeah, he was Mac. He was with Vince Senior. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why there was a Stan Hansen Vince McMahon Jr. connection. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I I mean, I get this probably the fact that he was making awesome money being in Japan, and from what I understand, his wife is from Japan, Mm -hmm. but. Well, he never at least had like, you know, Royal Rumble or a, a WrestleMania appearance because there was a couple of Japanese guys, yeah, that were so Give you of Brody. Just don't know because I don't I don't see it being a. Hulk Hogan-Bruce and Brody match. It's the Hulk Hogan-Bruce Brody with this particular person. I imagine. It's a Mr. Bobby Heenan. Hmm. Those who you guys I, think, with? I think
0: Brody would have been a Fuji guy. Alright. I do. I think Brody would have been a Fuji guy. What's next on your list?
1: Well, let me put it down for a second. I put it down for a second. Somebody had to poop. <laughs> and that somebody was you. Did you get your golden Buckeye card yet? <laughs> well,
0: I was just about to say, of course I had to poop. It was my birthday. My wife made me a big dinner. <laughs> With nothing healthy on it, like that's what I want for my birthday. I want to, I want you to make a big dinner with no goddamn vegetables, okay?
1: <laughs> and then you're gonna get another movie, super cheap. <laughs> um, taking the whole family. The next one on my list is um and I'm assuming this feud never happened cuz I don't ever remember it happening. Okay. If you tell me I'm wrong, you can tell me I'm wrong, okay?
4: Mhm.
1: Is Jake the Snake Roberts and Rick Flair. No. Um Oh, I... the first I had a match.
0: They never even really crossed paths when Jake was in mid-Atlantic and Flair was the NWA champion, like Jake was hooked up with Mulligan against other heels. and I mean every time Flair was ever on, I don't remember yeah, I don't remember them ever even having him. I don't know that they ever even wrestled each other. Um, uh, that one's a hard one to call for me because who's the face and who's the heel? Because I was like Jake better as a heel.
1: I'd make Rick clear the heel and Jake the face.
0: So do you roll with like a... Like a DiBiase-Jake kind of feud?
1: Yeah, where Jake's gonna make Rick... You know... <clears throat> gravel for the same things... Or for... Yeah. I'm to say it, like...
0: Put him in his place even though he's got more money and shit.
1: Yeah, you know, you got more shit than me, but I'm going to take your shit away from you and then you're going to beg me to give it to you. You're going to basically beg me to give it back to you type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Or, like, Jake would just take out every member of the Four Horsemen type of deal, like, Flair just keeps, like, throw, like not keeps, but like, Jake becomes the number one contender, and now he sends Tully after him, and he DDTs Tully, and then he DDTs Arn, and then he DDTs um, Oli, and now Flair's all on himself, and he's just got this Biblical motherfucker coming after him with a snake and all this shit. And Flair has no idea how to deal with that.
0: They never had a feud. I was looking. They never had a feud. They did have a match, but they never had a feud. Jake Roberts versus Ric Flair, Mid-South Wrestling, November 24th, 1985. Of course, Bill Watts gave us that match. <laughs> but they didn't have a feud. They just they did have a match, though. But anyway.
1: And it was the first time the snake came out. And we're not talking about Flair snake. Oh, I wasn't talking about Jake's. Oh. Woo!
0: That's the Ric Flair
1: drip. <laughs> and the Ricky Morton drip goes and <clears throat> makes a bitch go poop.
0: I'm not a huge fan of the next... Okay, on my list, I've never been a gigantic fan of one of the guys in this matchup. But I do think... That for wrestling fans of the 80s and 90s, it is a feud that would have been, I think, cool to see. It never happened. They were never in the same promotion. But I do think it would have been cool to see an an undertaker Abdullah the Butcher
1: feud. No, it wouldn't
0: No? You don't think so? Nope. I do. I think Abdullah's character would have fit the mold of the... You know when Undertaker first turned face that early '90s phase where he went like three years where he just fought monster heels.
1: You ever watched his feud with Mabel? Yes. It would have been worse than that.
0: (laughs) I just I think visually it would have been a cool feud.
1: Nope.
0: All right, then moving on. What's next on your list?
1: Next on my list is Rick Rude versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the
0: they, yeah, they never worked a feud together, that's for sure. Rick Rude hated Hulk Hogan,
1: apparently. And Hulk Hogan hated Rick Rude. They didn't want anything to do with each other.
0: They did have a match. I saw that they had a match. But uh
1: yeah, they it, just, ne- it didn't matter about the match.
0: Yeah, they never worked a program together. Um it would have been great. You take the Rick Rude that feuded with the Ultimate Warrior along with Bobby Heenan and put that in the mid eighties or late eighties in the WWF. Yeah, they would have had a fantastic feud. And I bet it was considered, but I bet Vince was like, Nope.
1: <laughs> Does Rick Rude, from everything I understand, Paul Hogan was not like I won't say this, but, like, Mm wrestling-wise, you know, like, he could could handle his own, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, fighting, no. But from everything I understood about Rick Rude, if that guy wanted to beat the fuck out of somebody... Yeah, but that's what, gonna be the out of somebody.
0: That's what I've never understood about the Rick Rude Hulk Hogan story. Like they always say Rick Rude didn't want to work with Hogan. Hogan didn't want to work with Rick Rude. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Rude could have handled himself, could have put him in his place, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. But Rick Rude worked a long program with the Warrior. Like wouldn't it have been better to work with Hogan than the Warrior? At least with Hogan, you know you're making the top billing. You're making the top money. And you have someone who is obviously more professional than the Ultimate Warrior. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. In, I, I in feel, that situation, to me, almost rude's kind of a hypocrite.
1: No, I see. I don't think that's what it is. I think that Vince McMahon said you need to work the Ultimate Warrior, okay?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Hulk Hogan's like, "I'm not going to work with Rick Rude." You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, maybe. So, I don't don't think it was that Rick Rude necessarily wanted to work with the Ultimate Warrior, but his boss, Vince McMahon, was saying, you're going to work with him. And then when it got to the point where Rick Rude was at the level where he was going to work with Hogan, Hogan said, I don't want to work with Rude. So then, Vince McMahon said, Rick, you're not going to want talk about coat."
0: Kind of like um, Austin with Jarrett and Billy Gunn. Yeah. Especially Jarrett.
1: Because he's going to hit you with a fossil wood guitar. <laughs> I I
0: always I always have had a theory though that Austin didn't work with want to work with Jarrett just. Uh, and it's not, dis- it's not discrediting Austin or, or Jim Ross, but I always thought that Jarrett got a bad shake as far as working with – because you know what? You can say what you want about Jarrett. I know you're not his biggest fan. But in that era, in 98, 99, as far as heels went in the WWF attitude era, he was one of the most over heels. And he should have got a program with Austin. He never should have been I the think- champion.
1: It's Austin –
0: I think Austin... I think Austin fucked over Jarrett because of Jim Ross.
1: Do you know what I think Austin did to Jeff Jarrett? Hmm. Seriously? Do you know what I him? What? I think Austin did to Jeff Jarrett what Jeff Jarrett probably did to Austin when they were in Memphis.
0: Maybe. Maybe. That probably was old heat. But I, I really honestly, and I, like I said, I always say before I talk about him, I know you don't like him. That much, but
1: I'm uh, a Jeff Jarrett fan. Jeff Jarrett,
0: why are you hating then? Huh? <laughs> why are you hating all the time then on Jeff Jarrett? I, I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a fan of Jeff Jarrett after WWF.
1: I, I don't like Jeff Jarrett and his fossil wood guitar and Home Depot glasses. <laughs> I don't like construction, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> when Jeff Jarrett was with Deborah and was like hanging with Owen and all that shit. Or when he was like the ha ha J E D R and it was Ronnie Pete Gossett in Miss Texas, that was cool shit. Can I just say
0: for the record in the background, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off, but in the background, um while we're Recording the show, I have Bash of the Beach 93 on my monitor. Sorry. And no, one of the biggest like foobars in wrestling history just happened. Like you couldn't get more opposite. Eric Watts is coming to the ring and underneath him it says Lord Stephen Regal. <laughs> it's like, how can you get more opposite than that? <laughs> Yes, he's wrestling Lord Steven Regal, but they put Lord Steven Regal underneath Eric Watts as he was coming to
1: the ring. But I really think that's why Steve Austin didn't want to work with Jeff Jarrett is because probably in the '80s in Memphis and Texas, probably fucked top, over a little Like bit. with the USWA, Jeff Jarrett didn't want to work with Sonny Steve Austin
0: and i would say that's probably a distinct possibility all right the last the last program the last feud on my list
1: that i would have loved to see and i have one more too and then i got to cut out
0: me too is it, it would have been over the intercontinental championship it probably would have been in like 90 or 91 but i think what's
1: sure and pat tanaka
0: rick steamboat and mr perfect
1: I was close. <laughs> Not really.
0: <laughs> I think Rick Steamboat and Mr. Perfect would have been fucking great. It would have. They had Steamboat. They had Perfect. They had Steamboat in a big Muppet outfit or whatever, but... So it didn't work out, but... Anyway, that's my list.
1: Who's the last one on yours? Last one on mine? Mm-hmm is um, Sean Michaels. That's the heartbreak kid, in case you didn't know. (laughs) And his opponent on my program would have been Sting.
0: Michaels and Sting.
1: Michaels and Sting.
0: Now, obviously, Sting's the face and Sean's the heel, because Sting can't be a good heel. Sting's a shitty heel. Um, That's not his fault. Huh? That's
1: not his fault.
0: It's not his fault, but with his personality, I don't know that he ever could have been in effect. He's kind of like Steamboat. Like I could have never bought him as a heel.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like Sting is the face. Sean is the heel.
0: And we're talking
1: like (laughs) mid-90s? I'm talking like yeah, 9293. Yeah, that would have been good.
0: Actually really good.
1: Like leaves the WWE or leaves WCW comes to the WWE. And yeah. maybe the first time you see him he's on the fucking heartbreak hotel.
0: Actually, you just you just uh jogged my mind, like got my creative juices flowing. That Raw where Janetti shows up in his jacket and shit. And challenges Sean for the Intercontinental title. How cool would that have been if that was Sting?
1: <laughs> yeah, like Sting shows up and he's like,
0: Ow! And Michaels is like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> is that Bart Simpson or Zach Morris? You got, was Yeah. And you've got
0: Pretty Pretty Boy, Built Sting versus Pudgy Boy. I think I'm a Pretty Boy, Sean Michaels.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. And Sean fucking could would have bumped like a motherfucker for <laughs> Yep. And and I I'm not knocking this guy at all. But you take Scott Hall mm-hmm. out of the Sean Michaels Scott Hall feud. And inject sting into it? It's even better. It's ten times better. Ten times better. Skull's like,
0: <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> but anyway. Too close to Portland?
1: What, is it real? <laughs> it's my favorite comment. Are we too close to Portland? Alright. <laughs> Well, let's Like wrap... the the Portland thing is funny, but he's like, "What, yeah, is, it, what real? is it real?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> My
1: favorite thing.
0: Well, we're gonna wrap this up.
1: You got a lot of. I bet you got a lot of candy bars and cigarettes and Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Piper. So we're
0: gonna wrap. up. I
1: feel like a Scott Hall.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. Damn.
3: Huh?
0: So I don't know about that. Damn, I don't think I'm going to be with my
1: comments sometimes. I feel like well I, so.
0: a, well, I was about to say I don't think I'm going to be worried about your well being at forty. No, I'm not, <laughs> not going to be calling a wellness check on you when, at three in the morning when you're forty. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm talking about sometimes like with the with my comments sometimes. <laughs> nah.
0: okay <laughs> well do you want to say goodbye so you can hang up to our listeners i know you gotta go all
1: right <laughs> goodbye <laughs> happy birthday
0: oh yes i forgot to it's, it's over, though. Did, did we mention that during the entire episode? This is my yeah, birthday. You're
1: you're 40 years and two hours old.
0: Time to pack it up, I guess. Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm playing Bye Bye Tootsie right now. I hear Bye Bye
1: Tootsie right now. You can hear it? Yeah. All right. Like, on your end, or on my end, I can hear all the music you play. That's why I don't understand why you can't hear the music I play.
0: <laughs> I don't know. All right,
1: all right Aaron, say goodbye That's to
0: our it. listeners, and we're
1: going to get out of here. I'm messing I know the, all the lyrics of the song.
0: Well, I'll say goodbye. Thank you for listening to the We Can't Wrestle podcast.
1: See you don't
0: get you know I'm in jail. I like Al Jolson's moves.
1: Oh, this awesome.
0: Or should I say, move? That hip civil move he's got. Back then, they were like, "Damn, nigga got moves." <laughs> and with the black fate. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I'm stopping right now. We ain't doing that. I'm gonna restart the song. Oh. Goodbye Tootsie Thank you for joining us in the weekend Wrestle podcast this week. We'll see you next week and it will be a top 10 edition of the show And I'll let my co-host know later in the week what the top 10 is gonna be. But in the meantime thank you for joining us in the you don't get resin, you know I'm in jail <laughs> in the meantime. Thank you for joining us on the We Can't Wrestle podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>